Hello, ladies and gentlemen, this is Pastor James coming to you again today uh, with another episode of Diving Into the Heart of God. As always, I thank each and every one of you for have have made the for each and every one of you that has made that decision to join in with us here today to uh, to join in with with the Holy Spirit to hear what uh, what the Holy Spirit has to say to us the church you know see you see what Holy Spirit does ladies and gentlemen is is it is is what he does is he just brings us God's heart you know when God's heart is for for each and every one of us and uh, to to bring forth the transformation in our life so I thank you for each one of you that have chosen to to, to join in with me here today uh, excuse me a little bit as I, I as I become a little tongue tie or, or a tongue twister I'm I'm just happen to be speaking faster than what my mind is moving but uh, but nevertheless you know uh, excuse me I still thank each and every one of you uh, that that you are so compassionate, that you're so understanding, and uh, so so as I come to you here today, uh, it's never my intention to be long. It's never my intention to uh, uh, to to uh, uh, bear your patience. It's never my intention to uh, to bring offense to anyone. But you see, ladies and gentlemen. I have a job that I have to do and the job that I have to do is that is that I have to be obedient to what what the Holy Spirit is speaking to me you see and I come to to bring a closing on the end of this series that is taking me about three months it's not that I've not got it prepared it's just that uh, th- there's just been so many other things that's just taken place you know we have we have officially uh, uh, o- opened up Bible study for salt and light ministries uh, we are we are now uh, active on Saturdays and very soon getting ready to be a uh, taking place on Sunday so if any of you are are, are are looking for a church or looking for a home church or maybe God is just leading you to to come our way you know ladies and gentlemen I I would definitely I, I welcome you personally right now as we speak but uh but if God has you planted somewhere else then ladies and gentlemen I want you to stay planted exactly where you are you see because the 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 parts of the body are are planted as the Lord sees fit so if the Lord has you planted, then stay, then stay where you are. But if you, but if you don't have a church, if you're, if you're hungry and, and you're looking for a, a deeper walk with God, ladies and gentlemen, this is, this is just a, a motto that we use is that it's a step in the right direction. You know, each and every church that, that you could attend, each and every ministry that, that you would attend is a step in the right direction. Every time you open your Bible, every time you bow your head to pray, every time you submit yourself before God is that step in the right direction. But ladies and gentlemen, uh, as Pastor James, I, I would love to uh, to uh, to see you come. I would love to uh, just personally invite you. But uh, but uh, we're not here today to, to promote my ministry. We're not here today to promote the church we are come we have come here today to promote the word of god ladies and gentlemen and with that being said uh we're just gonna just roll right on into this service we're just gonna be obedient to what he's speaking to to me and and i pray that that we would have a an ear to hear because we're gonna pray just like we always do ladies and gentlemen and it's not so much that it, that we're gonna say that this prayer verbatim but it's just the fact that that we're gonna invite holy spirit to be here with us today because as we look through scripture as we find in scripture you know that 
that uh, I believe it's in John chapter 14 you know that, that that's exactly what the Holy Spirit does is that that's one of his roles is that is that he's the revealer of all truth you know and he only speaks what Jesus has spoken to him to relay to us ladies and gentlemen hallelujah so with that being said let us just move right on into prayer hallelujah let's just stop for a moment and let's just reverence god let's just let's let's just be in all of who he is let's just uh do away with all of the distractions that are around us right now maybe you can take your phone and maybe you can put it on silent maybe you can just uh turn the tv on off that's in the background uh maybe you can just uh send the kids to go take a shower maybe you can uh uh take the dog and let him outside and let him get his little wiggles out you see because i believe what god has to speak to us here today ladies and gentlemen is a very important word that we all need to hear you see and i've been feasting off this word for for some time now and it's just been bulbing in me i just happened to finish up work a little early today and uh and um and I just, I really felt in my spirit that right now would be a good time for us to bring forth God's word. So with that being said, ladies and gentlemen, let us go to the Lord in prayer as we have, as we have just ceased all activity around us because we come at this time to, excuse me, to hear what the Holy Spirit has to speak to us. And we also, we come to honor our Father. We come to to pay homage to Him. We come to glorify His name. Hallelujah. Excuse me. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Lord, we thank you. Let us pray, ladies and gentlemen. Dear Heavenly Father, Lord, we thank you, Lord. Lord, that you have blessed us with this day. Lord, it's so oftentimes we thank Lord that it's a day, Lord, that so many people didn't get to see, but it's a day that so many people dreamed about. So, Lord, as we, as Lord, we, Lord, as we just sit here and ponder for just a moment, Lord, and just be, just begin to dwell upon Your goodness, Father, Lord how good that you've been to us to each and every one of us lord regardless of the circumstance because if we if we stop for just a second and we begin to think about every single breath that has entered our body and that has as uh, uh exhaled and left our body lord we've had a chance to breathe in life Lord, we thank you because, Lord, you're so worthy to be praised. You're so worthy, Lord. Lord, all those many times, Lord, that we should have been in that accident, that so many times that that other car should have hit us, or so many times that we, when we ran off the road that, 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 that something worse could have happened to us. But Lord, you kept protecting us. Even those that may have ran off the road, maybe those that have, that has uh, been hurt. You see, there's still breath in your body. And if there's breath in your body, that there's still time. There's still a privilege. There's still an opportunity that we have to know God in his fullness.
So Lord, we thank you. Lord, and we honor your name. We honor your kingdom. Holy is your name, Father. And you are worthy to be praised. Lord, your scripture says that that if you would be lifted up, Lord, that you would draw all men into you. So Lord, tonight, Father, Lord, we lift you up. We lift you up above the burdens. We lift you up above the pain. We lift you up above the hurt. We lift you up above the mistreatment. Be glorified, Father. Thank you, Jesus. Lord, we realize that we can do nothing without you. Thank you, Lord. Lord, as we just move on into this service, Lord, here tonight, as we move on into your word, Father, Lord, as we move into the opportunity, Father, Lord, in which our life can be changed. Lord, I am yet but just an empty vessel, Lord, waiting to be filled and to be poured out, Lord, by you. Lord, I come for no glory of myself tonight. I come for no honor for me tonight. But yet, Lord, I come to esteem your name, Father. Holy Spirit, you're welcome here. The very work in which that Jesus said that you would do is that you would be the revealer of all truth. You see, the fact of the matter is, is Jesus was all truth. Because He is the living Word of God. You speak what He speaks. You come to bring conviction. You, you come to, to foretell us of things to come. As Jesus has desired to pour His heart out to us here tonight, Holy Spirit, we ask you that you would open our eyes to see the very things that He's always been speaking to us. That our ears would be open to hear the very heart of God. Holy Spirit, that you would help us and give us the heart to see, to hear, to receive, and to understand this very word here tonight. We do nothing outside of you. We do nothing outside of your presence.
Lord, this is what your scripture says. This is what your word has prophesied. This is what your word has declared. So Lord, your word says that it will go forward and it will accomplish. It will accomplish exactly what it says that it would do. Lord, let your word be a light into our path, Lord. A light into our hearts. Lord, that we may hide your word in our hearts that we may not sin against you. Be glorified through the words that are spoken here tonight. That the words will be spoken prophetically. That the words will be spoken with authority and with power. But only your words will be spoken, Father. We thank you. We praise you. We glorify your name. We honor you. Not with just our lips, but with our hearts. We praise your name. We thank you for it. In Jesus' name, amen. Ladies and gentlemen, hallelujah. As I just want to sit for, for just another couple seconds, ladies and gentlemen, and just to bask in his presence. You see, because in his presence is fullness of joy. In his presence is everything that we would ever need in this life, in the life to come. You see, ladies and gentlemen, I can't, I can't help but to get excited when I think about all that he's done for me. And all that he's done for you, ladies and gentlemen, when we deserved hell, he chose to give us life. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Lord, we thank you. We praise you and honor you, Father, Lord. Hallelujah. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm going to just move right on into tonight's message tonight. You know, as we're going to bring a close to our series of the of the Be Strong series. And uh, some people may have thought that I was already finished with it. But, uh, but no, I'm not finished with it. I know that it's been some time, ladies and gentlemen. You see, but this word has had to marinate. You know, when something begins to marinate, ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> it just carries a different flavor. So I come to bring a close to this series here tonight. If the Holy Spirit allows me, we'll bring, we'll bring a close to this series tonight. But, but I want to... I'll just place a link at the end or I think that I think that this series via YouTube is already uh, placed in a playlist and and you can watch this one through. I think this will be episode six. But uh, but I want to close here tonight and uh, I want to give tonight's uh, tonight's title is be strong. But the subtitle for tonight is our secret weapon, ladies and gentlemen.
our secret weapon. You know, and, and, and in most cases, a secret weapon is a weapon that that the enemy is unaware of. It's a it's a weapon that that the uh, that the enemy does not know how to counterattack, ladies and gentlemen. Excuse me, hallelujah. And that's exactly what what the Holy Spirit, that's exactly what God has given us here, ladies and gentlemen. And this is something that, that's not so often spoke about because, you know, uh, as we're doing a Saturday Bible study, you know, last week we talked about uh, in my Bible study, not in my series that, that we're doing right here, but in my Bible study, we talked about intimacy with the Holy Spirit. You see, in the there's there's just a very particular role that the Holy Spirit fulfills in our relationship with God. You see, and and this is something that so many people, so many preachers don't preach about. This is something that that so many Christians don't talk about. This is something that that, that the world just has nothing that has absolutely no knowledge of. And, and in most cases, and we, and the reason why it's not spoken about, ladies and gentlemen, is because it's not understood. You see, but tonight I want to bring just a little bit of clarity, if I could, on this, ladies and gentlemen. I, I, I'm not here to preach about Holy Spirit. I'm not here to... Uh, to give you a 10-part series about Holy Spirit. There's, uh, there'll be other times for that, but that's not the reference in which that God has led me here today. So, so I want to continue with this thought of our secret weapon, ladies and gentlemen. But, but I want to turn your attentions back to the book of Ephesians, which again was the, the church of Ephesus. And we're going to read through all of our scriptures that we have carried on in this series. And I want to begin with uh, uh, Ephesians chapter 6, beginning with verse 13. And it reads like this, ladies and gentlemen. It says, Therefore, put on every piece of God's armor so that you will be able to resist the enemy in the time of evil. Then after the battle, you will stand firm. Stand your ground, putting on the belt of truth and the body armor of God's righteousness for shoes put on the peace that comes from the good news so that you will be fully prepared in addition to all of these hold up the shield of faith to stop the fiery arrows of the devil put on the the salvation as a helmet and take the sword of the spirit which is the word of God ladies and gentlemen and here's exactly where I want to draw your attention to right here tonight You see, so many people leave off with verse 17 as in the armor of God. You see, but Paul wasn't finished while he was speaking here because what he was speaking was under the utterance of the Holy Spirit. And he continues with this in verse 18, ladies and gentlemen. He says, pray in the Spirit at all times and on every occasion. Stay alert and be persistent in your prayers for all believers everywhere. Hallelujah. You see, Paul, Paul said, pray in the spirit at all times. You know, see, and just just in a nutshell, the pray in the spirit is to is to pray a prayer that's led by the spirit. You know that our actions would be spirit led. 
and, and, and I want to give you a couple of scriptures that we have here. You know, I've got some notes, but uh, but over the time, you know, our kind of our, our our notes has. Let me tone down my volume here just a little bit. I'm I'm peaking. I do apologize. Sorry for any popping on my end. But you know, in First Thessalonians chapter five, verse seventeen, it says, "It says never stop praying." Or some version says to pray without ceasing. You know, and you've heard me say this, and I'll say this again and again, and over and over and over. You know that 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 prayer is not a monologue. It's not a one-way conversation where it's just me speaking, me speaking. Nor is it where God is just continuously speaking to me. But ladies and gentlemen, it's a dialogue. It's a it's a two-way conversation if, if, if we can. And, and and I hope I'm not getting ahead of uh, what notes I do have. But but I do want to be obedient of, of how the Holy Spirit is leading me on this. You know, so so if if we're told in the book of Thessalonians, 1 Thessalonians to, to pray without ceasing or to or to have a, an open communication with God at all times. You see, ladies and gentlemen, it's when I speak and he speaks. I speak and he listens. He speaks and I listen. You see, there's something that he's always wanting to speak to me. But sometimes I just have to, I just have to stop and be still and just hear what God has to say to me. And as we had spoken about, as we had mentioned in our prayer, you know that in John chapter 14, you know that Jesus said that, that the Holy Spirit would reveal all truth. You see, all revelation comes through the Holy Spirit. All words that are spoken to us is through the Holy Spirit. You see, and that's the communication that, that we got to be having, ladies and gentlemen, is that we always got to be praying in the Spirit so that the Spirit can always be speaking to us. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. In John chapter 14, and and uh and, and we're just gonna just go ahead and put this out there right now, ladies and gentlemen. John chapter 14, verses 15 through 21. And Jesus prefaced it with this. He said, If you love me, he said, Obey my commandments. You see, that that didn't that didn't look to be like it was a suggestion. It didn't seem to be a recommendation. He said, if you love me, he said, keep my commandments. You see, ladies and gentlemen, this is just a manifestation of our love towards God. This is a manifestation of our love towards Christ. Is that we obey him. We obey what he has spoken. We obey what he is speaking. That's just evidence. That's the evidence that we are his children. Hallelujah. Let me continue on here. Verse 16, he said, And I will ask the Father, and he will give you another advocate who will never leave you. He is the Holy Spirit who leads into all truth. The world cannot receive him because it isn't looking for him and doesn't recognize him. But you know him because he lives in you now and later will be in you. No, I no, I will not abandon you as orphans. I will come again. Soon the world will no longer see me, but you will see me. Since I live, you will also live. When I am raised to life again, you will know that I am in my Father, and you are in me, and I am in you. 
Those who accept my commandment and obey, uh, excuse me, and obey them are the ones who love me. You become like, and because you love me, my Father will love you, and I will love them and reveal myself to each of them. You see, ladies and gentlemen, this is that's exactly what. Jesus referenced here, you know, is that is that if we love him, that we'll obey, uh, excuse me, <laughs> we'll obey him. And the reference to to this scripture in, in verse in verse 17, it said, it said, he is the Holy Spirit who leads into all truth. In verse 16, it says that I will ask the father and he will give you another and in the Greek, ladies and gentlemen, there, there are two Greek words that represent another. And one is heteros and one is alos. You know, and, and, and the word alos here was the word that, that Jesus was using. But the word heteros means to give you another of a different kind. You know, say, so ladies and gentlemen, if I was to uh, ask you, would you like another soda? Let's just say you were drinking a Mountain Dew. And if I asked you, would you like another soda? And then I turn around and brought you a Pepsi. What I did here was I did a heteros. I brought you another of a different kind. You see, but I, I still gave you a soda, but I gave you a different kind of soda. But the word allos, ladies and gentlemen, is that is that another of the same kind. And see, and this is exactly what Jesus was saying here. It's just like if I was saying, if I brought you another Mountain Dew because you already had a Mountain Dew, then I brought you another of the same kind. You see, it didn't change. You just went from one to another, ladies and gentlemen. And the word advocate here is the word paracletos and the word uh, the the par the word paracletos just is 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 the consistency of two words para which means to be close and kaleo means to be beckoning to to be calling to be calling you into you see and that's exactly what the par paracletos is 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 that he is he is giving us a close call He's calling us to come closer. He's calling us to come closer, ladies and gentlemen. Are we coming closer? Are we, are we coming closer? You see, I, I, I know that I may be going on a little tangent here, but I can't begin to tell you about praying in the Spirit until I can tell you who the Spirit is, until I can tell you what His roles are, until I can tell you what He does for us and who He is in the Godhead. And so oftentimes throughout Scripture, the Holy Spirit is referred to uh, uh, to so many different things here. And I'd like to give you a list here, and I'm going I'm to try to go through them slow enough to where you can hear them. But oftentimes throughout Scripture, you know, Holy Spirit, He's referred to as the Holy Spirit 96 times throughout Scripture. 28 times in scripture he's referred to as the spirit of the lord 26 times he's referred to as the spirit of god he's the eternal spirit four times he's referred to as the helper he's the comforter the holy one the lord 
the spirit of truth, the spirit of Jesus, the spirit of Jesus Christ, the spirit of counsel, the spirit of knowledge, the spirit of might, the spirit of understanding, the spirit of wisdom, the spirit of the fear of the Lord, the spirit of your Father, the spirit of glory, the spirit of grace, the spirit of judgment, the spirit of burning, the spirit of fire, the spirit of life, the spirit of love, spirit of power, the spirit of a sound mind, the spirit of prophecy, the spirit of revelation, the spirit of holiness, and the spirit of a holy God. And all of these things that he is referred to. But, you know, see, ladies and gentlemen, every single one of them points us right back to God. Every single one of them points us right back to our relationship with God and who he is to us. All of his characteristics and all of the way that we must honor him. Hallelujah. In Romans chapter 8, verses 14 through 17. And, and again, I know that I have a lot of scripture here. You see, but I want to, and some of this I'll read from the screen because uh, some of it's just, it's very important. And I, and I want to make sure that, that I don't misquote it. I don't want to missay what was already been spoken to, to me through the Holy Spirit. But here's what Paul says in Romans chapter 8. And he said, for all who are led by the Spirit of God are children of God. So you have not received the Spirit that makes you fearful slaves. Instead, you received God's Spirit when He adopted you as His own children. Now we call Him Abba, Father, for His Spirit joins with our spirit to affirm that we are God's children. And since we are His children, we are His heirs. In fact, together with Christ, we are heirs of God's glory. But if we are to share His glory, we must also share His sufferings. You see, ladies and gentlemen, uh, Paul stated the, uh, the, faith, the, the, the face here, the, the children of God a few times in these verses. But the, but the phrase children of God or the sons of God in some translations may put it now. It, now, that does not exclude daughters. This does not exclude women. You see, and it, it talks about children of God, you know, and um, Again, we, we, we go back to the word sons or the word children is we're given we're given two different two different Greek words and uh, and they mean child or they mean son but but they carry different meanings and the two different words for the children of God is is we us and the other is technon and ladies and gentlemen we us is used to state that we are one with the Father. Our looks and actions duplicate the Creator. Technon, on the other hand, is one that is adopted, one that is a still a newborn. So we have a few objectives that show the difference. A child that is a technon is a child that carries no resemblance or characteristics of the father. It also states the immaturity of the child. Paul continues in the latter part of verse 15 that God's Spirit joins with our spirits to confirm we are children. As we have stated just a few moments ago that, that we are we us because we are children that resemble and act like because of a 
DNA in, infusion. You see, ladies and gentlemen, there's there, there, the, diff, the the reality and the difference of this is is one that's an immature child, one that is a mature child. You, you see, and those that are led by the Spirit of God, they are the mature children of God. They are the, ma, the mature sons of God. You see, ladies and gentlemen, just because everyone calls himself a Christian, just because everyone may, may, may carry their or may carry a title or may entitle themselves as Christian. You see, but see, but the fact here is that is that our spirit will bear witness with God's spirit that we are the children of God. Because of the way that we act, the way that we talk, the way that we look, the way that we carry ourselves, ladies and gentlemen. You see, I did an episode a while back. You know, you see, you see, the mailman does not have to proclaim to him to, to not just himself, but to other people as well, that he's the mailman. You see the fact by the, the job that he does, the way that he carries himself, the way that he dresses. I'm just saying all, all of these very things have labeled him who he actually is. And he doesn't have to tell people who he is. You see, ladies and gentlemen, by the way that we act and the way that we talk, the way that we treat people, the way that we, we act towards God's word and the way that we act towards our fellow man is the very evidence of who we are in Christ. Are we the mature sons of God? Are we the ma mature uh, children of God? Even though we may be adopted. You see, but the fact is that w when, when you begin to hang out with someone, you begin to portray their characters, their characteristics. You see, and we can, we, it's so obvious, you know, to, to see what fruit is being bared here. What fruit do you have on your tree, ladies and gentlemen? Hallelujah. Let me continue here. You know, Paul even continued in verse 26 and he said, and the Holy Spirit helps us in our weakness. For example, we don't know what God wants us to pray for, but the Holy Spirit prays for us with groanings that cannot be expressed in words. And the Father who knows our hearts knows what the Spirit is saying, for the Spirit pleads for us believers in harmony with God's own will. And we know that God causes everything to work together for the good of those who love God and are called according to His purpose for them. You see, ladies and gentlemen, our, our spirit man, if it's in commune with God, if, if, if it is connected with God, if, it, if our spirit man is connected with the Holy Spirit, then it knows exactly what it needs to be praying. It knows exactly what it needs to be groaning. It knows exactly what it needs to be saying. So ladies and gentlemen, we, we get to the part tonight about our secret weapon. You see, there's a language out there, ladies and gentlemen, that the enemy does not understand. He cannot comprehend this very prayer, this very language, this very thing that our spirit is groaning to God. You see, there was a movie a while back. I, I believe it had Nicolas Cage in it. Not that that's important, but but I remember because it was uh, it's a it's an actual it's a true story. I, I think it's World War Two. You know that 
that the enemy was constantly decoding what our government, what our military was sending out there for the next attack or we're going to meet here or we're going to attack there. You see, and they begin to decipher all of these different languages. They deciphered all of these codes. You see, but what happened was that there was a language that was just so rare and that it was not understood and it was the... uh, I think it was the Navajo Indians or maybe it was the Apache. It really doesn't much matter. But the point of the matter is that is that they had a language that nobody else understood. You see, and what happened was when, when this language began to be spoken, ladies and gentlemen, you see, it caused the enemy to be confused because it didn't know where to go. It didn't know what to fight against. It didn't know the very next attack that was coming. You see, and, and, and because of, of this language, because of, because of this secret code, because of this secret weapon, you see, this language became so much more important than the guns that they were holding. It became so much more important than the airplanes that they were flying or the missiles that they were dropping or launching. You see, the secret part about this was the language, ladies and gentlemen. You see, ladies and gentlemen, that's exactly where I'm getting to is that our heavenly language. You see, so many people would dismiss the the topic of speaking in tongues or the reference of uh, speaking in our heavenly language or the reference of uh, praying in our heavenly language. You see, but ladies and gentlemen, if it's, if it's in God's word and if it was urged for us to, to make this practice in our life, ladies and gentlemen, then I, I believe with all my heart that it's something that we must do. You see, because this was the final piece of the armor that, that Paul was speaking to the church of Ephesus. And this is the very thing that Pastor James is speaking to you here tonight. Is that our secret weapon cannot be understood and to make the very the, the very uh, uh, fatter uh, <laughs> tongue tied again but the very fact of the matter ladies and gentlemen is that is that you can operate in this too You see, and I have some other notes you see but I, I, I'm, I'm just gonna move with the unction I'm just gonna I'm just going to move with the flow of what the Holy Spirit desires to do here because those that are led by the Spirit of God are the children of God. You see, what the Holy Spirit has to say is so much more important than what's on this paper right here or what's on my screen. And ladies and gentlemen, we are are fighting a real enemy here. We are, we are fighting a battle that so many people are losing. You see, because the devil is understanding your next move. But ladies and gentlemen, I'm going to encourage those that, that, that do know what their heavenly language are, that has sought God, that, that has received that from God. I'm going to urge you to move forward into that. I'm going to urge you to exercise that gift. 
I'm going to urge you to exercise that secret weapon and cause the devil to be confused, to not know what that next move is. And I'm going to urge those that, that don't have their secret weapon, that don't have their heavenly language. You see, ladies and gentlemen, it's, it's just like this. All you have to do is to submit. All you got to do is just allow God to speak through you. That's all you got to do, ladies and gentlemen. It's just that simple. All you have to do is to submit. You see, Scripture didn't even ask us to understand it. You see, when, when, the, when the Scripture has spoken to us about being obedient, it never asked us if we understood it. It just told us to do it. It told us to obey. You see, and in, in the obeying process, the benefits of what God has in store for us is never held from us. And for those of you that have already tuned me out, then that's your prerogative. But I'll mention to you as well that this secret weapon is for you, ladies and gentlemen. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. We praise your name, Father. We glorify you and we honor you. Thank you, Jesus. So we're gonna we're just gonna just go ahead and close here tonight. I, I know in most cases I'm usually longer. There's usually so much more that is said that is spoken. But ladies and gentlemen, Holy Spirit's already spoke everything that he desired to speak. And there was a word that you needed to hear. There was a word that you needed to receive here today. So I challenge you. I, I place this challenge to you as a brother in Christ. As a minister of the gospel. I challenge you to exercise your God-given secret weapon. The very weapon that Satan has no idea to overcome nor can he comprehend it but ladies and gentlemen this will put you ahead of the game this will this will give you the upper hand this will give you the very advantage of God's kingdom So ladies and gentlemen, we're going to close with this prayer. And I'm just going to very simply ask this of God. I'm just going to ask this just so simply. If you want the Holy Spirit, if you, if you want what He has for you. You see, ladies and gentlemen, it doesn't have to be a, 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 a bunch of words that just come out of your mouth. It can begin with a syllable. It can begin with an utterance. You see, we didn't learn how to speak English overnight. So as you continue to commune with God, as you continue to walk with God, as you continue to be led by Holy Spirit, then your heavenly language will increase. 
the Lord will build upon it. And it'll be exactly what God wants for you. But ladies and gentlemen, if this is what you want, tonight is your opportunity to receive. You see, because God's not going to give you anything that's going to bring harm your way. Hallelujah. Let us pray, ladies and gentlemen. Dear Heavenly Father, Lord, we thank you, Lord, here tonight. Lord, that you have brought, Lord, this word. Lord, a word that will be life-changing for so many people. It's the very word that's been life-changing for me for years. But Father, Lord, there's some, Lord, here tonight, Lord, that's hungry. Lord, there's people, Lord, in reference to your word, Lord, that have come hungry and thirsting, thirsting after your righteousness. Lord, you said, for they shall be filled. Lord, fill them tonight, Lord, with your righteousness. Fill them with your Holy Spirit. Give them the evidence, Father, Lord, that, that the Holy Spirit is present with the power of speaking in tongues. Do we have to speak in tongues? We don't have to, ladies and gentlemen. It's just an outward sign of the evidence of the Holy Spirit. But it's game-changing. Lord, fill those people, Lord, that are desiring it, Lord, right now. Give them that syllable. Give them that very word, Father, Lord, within their spirit. Lord, and as they begin to open their mouth, Lord, and allow the Spirit of God to manifest through their vocal cords. Lord, this is exactly what you desire, Father. Hallelujah, Lord. We thank you, Father. Have your way, Lord. Holy Spirit, we thank you that you have came here tonight, that you've opened our eyes, that you have opened our ears to hear the very heart of God, to bring forth a word that is needed. To bring forth a word that will be game changing. That you brought forth a word that will bring forth transformation in their lives. We thank you. We praise you. We glorify you. Lord, may you be high and lifted up. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Ladies and gentlemen, if, if you if you have received that tonight, then don't be afraid to use him. Don't be afraid to use it. Don't worry about what it sounds like. Don't worry about what men and women may have to say. You see, because when we stand before God, we stand before God alone. You see, man is not our judge. God has the final say-so. Exercise 
your God-given gift. And as Paul said, it says, and always praying in the Spirit. Let your spirit, let your prayer be led by the Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. Maybe there's someone out there that, that don't know God. Maybe they don't, maybe they don't, uh, maybe they don't know Him as Lord. But I pray tonight that you do. So if you'll just repeat this with me, just so simple. Just so simple if the Holy Spirit is knocking on your heart's door and He has brought conviction of, of the very things that has been shameful before God. Ladies and gentlemen, tonight you can have that relationship with God and you can be filled with God's Spirit. You see, because it's spoken about in Scripture as well, that, that you can be saved and then you can be filled with the Spirit of God. Hallelujah. If you don't know the Lord, then pray this after me. My Father, I come to you humbly. I stand before you as a sinner. But Lord, I've heard your call here tonight. And your scripture says that if I would believe, if I would confess you as my Lord, I want to stop you for a minute, ladies and gentlemen. If you confess him as Lord, then that means he's your supreme ruler. He's one that rules over you. He is your master. He is one that you continuously bow a knee to. Continue with me, Lord. Come into my heart. Come into my into my inner being. Make me a new creation. Help me to, to avoid all of the old things that I used to do. Lord, I am a new creation in Christ. Show me, Lord, how to take up my cross and to follow you. Amen. Ladies and gentlemen, if you've prayed that prayer, if you pray that prayer in you minute, leave us a comment. Let someone know. Let your pastor know. Let your mom and dad know. Let another Christian know. Let somebody know that you have invited Jesus Christ in to be Lord. It's the best decision that you could ever make, ladies and gentlemen. As we close here tonight, I thank each and every one of you that has joined in here with me, that has dived into the scripture with me, that has inclined their ear to hear what the Holy Spirit has desired to speak to us, the church. I do thank you. I love you. And I look forward to till the time that we get to meet again. You see, because now we close this episode. We close this series. And when we come back, we'll come back with a fresh word. We'll come back, who knows, maybe with another series. So, so just continue to just uh, be on the lookout. I love you, but more importantly, God loves you. I look forward to talking to you soon. God bless you. I love you. And good night.